the ring light, I got the microphone, we're live right now. Say something to the people, I got you on the mic. What's going on, people? Zilla checking in. So, um, yeah, literally just, um, a lot's happened. Like, um, I dropped, my video dropped at literally five o'clock. So, um, was literally promoting that like crazy for the last 20, 25 minutes. And then the most, from about 7.30 to now, just been going through test runs. We had to put the camera light in. Um, yeah, but we're live. It's going on right now. Um... I don't even know how to introduce this, but to everyone that doesn't know, on the phone right now, we have Zilla. You guys have probably heard him in millions of songs. And if you haven't, I'm going to just play a couple songs right now. Zilla probably love letters, but I'm going to keep it tucked in this love Um, But yeah, I'm Double S. Zilla's on the phone. This is our new podcast that we're calling Masterclass. You feel me? So um, just literally just going to be a weekly talk with me and Mozilla for those that know him as that. And yeah, we're just gonna chop it up and basically give you guys an insight into our one of our weekly conversations. So yeah, right now Friday the eighteenth of August. Um, where is Double S at? Um, Double S is I'm in a spot. I'm in where you been hit twenty thousand um streams in one month. That is crazy. July July was amazing for me on Spotify. Um. The video just dropped at five o'clock. So by the time you lot are watching us, the video's out. Um, the goal for the video, I want minimum one k. Feel me? That that means it's gonna be my biggest solo video to date. But nah, man, I just appreciate the support coming in. Um, my my favorite tune of it of uh, one of the tapes that was meant to come out last year. Um, flu game. Temps I dropped on the fifteenth of August, and um, in three days that racked up over um. 1000 streams on spotify so once again i'm i'm great i'm just grateful to the people that are streaming it and you know showing mad support all over the socials but um yeah just like you guys might look at me as the inspiration but you know like i said zilla is the one that he's the fuel to the whole fire you feel me without the story and the landscape of how i've grown up and how things have played out there would be no art to tell you lot like i literally just had a conversation with someone on instagram and he's telling me when i sent him the song that his 10 year old um daughter his 10 month old daughter was dancing along to my song while she was in her playpen so just the interaction i have with my fans it's so pure and i just you feel me like you lot thank me for that i thank you lot for that but we also have to thank myzilla for that you feel me so um other than that um yeah i just we're kicking off the podcast with a bang and um yeah man today i want to talk about growth so um i know it's a bit of a broad subject but i just want to talk about growth and um putting your best foot forward and always seeing the light at the end of the tunnel even when you're in darkness i'll correct you on that one there's not your best foot forward is your best face because nobody looking at your feet does that make sense that makes complete sense. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. When you're going out there, is your best face. Because if you go with a long face or a sour face or a grumpy, whatever. Because them say actions speak louder than words, right? Yeah. So people is looking at your expression. Some people read body language more than how. And obviously, some people 
misjudge body language because it's not everybody can read body language, but then we come up with an estimation or a guesstimation. This is what your facial expression means. Yeah. There may be nothing wrong with you, but because you've got an off-putting persona, mm-hmm. they automatically assume that because you ain't smiling or your face look a bit moody or miserable that you're a miserable or a moody person. So, yeah, it's when you're anything that you're doing, you have to put your best face forward, not the best foot, because half the time nobody paying attention to your foot. Yeah, well, once again, folks, that's just part of the, you know, expertise that having a conversation with my dad, really. It opens your eyes. Like, that's just an old saying that people throw around, but it has no value in today's in today's world for me unless it's tweaked and looked at with a fresh set of eyes so um but i'd say for for anyone listening that's my age which is what 18 what soon to be 19 to 21 that age group well i'd say 18 to 24 um i'd say you just gotta you gotta figure out where you where you stand you have to figure out where you stand i see a lot of people my age that just they're running around and just it looks like they're having a lot of fun but i know behind closed doors the stress is building up that's why i see a lot of people um smoking drinking me personally i don't drink no more i used to drink when i when i was like 15 like a madman um smoking i'm cutting off the smoking thing i probably got like two three splits left and i just seen i've seen the effects on the weed and effects off the weed so i'm just cutting out the smoking um but me, I'm just a person, like, if I feel like something's bad for me, I drop it like a bad habit. So, <laughs> um, yeah, i just been, uh, this week's been experimental for me, I should say. Like, I haven't been eating as much. Probably been having one meal a day, drinking mainly water the whole day, working out, you know, just doing my thing, trying to stay in my zone and be at one with myself. So, but that's how I see growth. Everyone sees growth in their own way. Which, whichever way you see growth in it, growth is inevitable, right? Yeah. And growth is also part of change. And in order for you to be a part of in order for you to affect change, you have to be a part of it. Instead of talk about it, be about it. That's the only way you can go about it. Because if we scared of change, it means that you're scared of... Because bear in mind, we've been conditioned to look to the future, right? Yeah. So my mindset uh, my understanding of how the thing work because we talk about past and we talk about future and randomly or uh, somehow because we've been conditioned or uh, repetitively trained to forget about the present yeah so i use me as an example yeah when i was younger going to school mm. back in jamaica because i my my um, surroundings, or a better word, my environment, yeah. wasn't a positive environment. Mm-hmm. So because my the person who was supposed to be responsible for me was the one who was putting me down, like, you'll never be nothing, you never turn out to be nothing. So when other people on the outside see the potential, I couldn't see it because my model that I'm looking up to yeah. is the one who's telling me you never be nothing. Mm. Does that make sense? That makes complete sense, yeah. So when the opportunity comes for me to 
see myself from a different perspective. Obviously, bear in mind, I can't see the potential because I'm stuck in that mindset that's already built up in me from the person who's supposed to be my model, the person who I look to, the person who I see on a daily basis. Like, yeah, whatever that person do or say, it's going to impact me, which it never impacted me in a positive sense. It impacted me in a, positive, in a negative sense. But while I was at school, teachers were telling me, and because I couldn't see the potential, and I'm saying this for whosoever are listening or watching, mm. can understand the impact of somebody else's word, because sometimes it's, it's easier for somebody to hit you. You feel that initial pain, yeah. and it's gone. Then somebody tell you something and it scars you for the rest of your life and every time you hear that type of saying your emotionally get caught up in the circumstances of it because the way it's been put across and when you accept growth it's also part of commitment because if you're not committed to anything no matter how much you try change because think about a car or a watch or anything that need different parts or moving parts to make the whole thing work as a unit. If the engine is not in the car, the car can't move. Yeah, it can move, but somebody has to physically push it. Yeah. And if the bow bearings is not working in the drive shaft or and the wheel uh, arches or wherever, it still ain't working. So it's driving, but it's not driving as smooth as it is. So whenever you're going forward towards anything, you always have to look at it, the time, the effort. And this is where work hard comes from in the initial stage. And once you achieve what you need, when you need to achieve, then you start working smart. Because if none of those things are combining with each other, mm. it's never going to make sense. But at the same time, you have to think about it from this perspective. Mm. Life punishes you, and while you've been punished, you've been to, you taught, you're learning the lesson. Yeah. Because if life was easy, everything would be just smooth sailing, isn't it? Of course. But unfortunately, it's never the case. So you can't really look at it from the perspective of, okay, well, you know, I'm going to leave it to chance. So if you don't do it right today, it doesn't matter what time you get there in the future, 10 years, 15 years, 2 years, 20 years, whatever. You never ever see it from a perspective of achieving anything, but you're always looking back at the past, like, right, you know what? If I did this, just do well at college or school or wherever, things would have been much different. You have to look at it. If you get there 10 years from now, and you never achieve it 10 years later, you have to put it down to you weren't ready. Mm. But at that present moment, when you're reflecting about that 10 years when you weren't ready, right? Yeah. What are you going to do now? That's the million-dollar question. No, it's not a million-dollar question. you assessing the 10 years that you haven't achieved anything, right? Because you sit around, you're doing what you're doing, right? Yeah. So 10 years later, you sit down and you think, oh, I was supposed to go to college, I was supposed to do this, I was supposed to do that. But you never achieve it because you weren't ready. So we're putting it down to you weren't ready. Yeah. At the next physical stage, yeah. you have to look at yourself and think, okay, I never achieved that. That wasn't possible then. The question is, what are you going to do about it now? And it's not a million dollar question. Why? Because I said to you all the time, 
if you don't turn out to be nothing because you haven't achieved nothing in your life. It's nobody else's fault about from you because you had the opportunity to change your circumstances and you never did. Yeah. Isn't it? That's a fact. That's what you always tell me. Yeah. Yeah. So, if if any situation you're in and you can't make adjustment to it, and like we always ask, we always say, so whenever time you're going into a situation, there's two questions you're asking it. Yeah. What's the two questions? So two question is what is in it for me? And how are you gonna benefit from it? And how are you gonna benefit from it, yeah. If you can't answer them two questions then there's no point no point. Make the move. Because mm. if there's nothing in it for you, yeah. And you can't benefit from it, why do it? You shouldn't do it. No, it's no point. Yeah. Cause you are the two main thing why you would have done it for is how are you gonna benefit? Yeah. And why isn't it for you? And if you can't answer them two questions, because those are the reason why you're going to do it, and you can't see, then what's the point doing it? Because it doesn't make no sense. Yeah. Because uh, it's not... It's, you see, life have different ways of it pros and it's cons, right? Yeah. But they also have another thing called opportunity and curveball. And it doesn't matter. You might... All right. Both of us in a situation. Yeah. There's an opportunity. Uh-huh. But it's also the curveball. So you will get the opportunity. I can get the curveball. I now have to look into my curveball or I can turn that into an opportunity. Yeah. Because you gone through your process at your time, right? Yeah. So you learn your lesson. So your opportunity come and you take it. Yeah. It happens to... Because remember... Even if you're running a race, there's only one per- person can come first, right? Yeah, it's true. Even if there's a photo finish, they use the camera and then they minimize it down to a thousandth of a second. Yeah. That's why it goes to. So even if it's a photo finish, they're looking, okay, which part, which part of the body over the line first. Yeah. So you might have the same exact time, but they're looking, okay, so... Your body, your arms, your fingertip, your nostril, your nose, sorry, your your the forehead, your toe, your knee, something over the line before the next person. Yeah. So they come first. Okay. And they, as much as, all right, on the podium you got first place, second place, and third place, right? Of course, yeah. So you get gold, bronze, and, uh, gold silver, and bronze. Correct. Nobody remember who come second in the race and who come third. Yeah, so it's about first place. <laughs> then there you go. Yeah. So two people can't come first. So if you're standing at the same place and you catch the bus before that person, is because you were quicker than the other person. Yeah. Yes? Yeah. So you know next time when you're at the bus stop, you have to make sure that I'm quicker than you. Mm. So it's not about, oh, yeah, my, my. If you too slow, because half the time, People are not running their own race, son. They're paying attention to what the other person is doing. Yeah. Then, if you're paying attention to what I'm doing, clearly you're doing what you're supposed to do because I shouldn't be in your peripheral at any given time. Yeah. You should be in your own zone. I'm in my own zone. If we buck up at the same spot, then fine. Who the first one getting here? Mm. Yes? Yeah. It's like the word racist, right? Yeah. It's been used out of context for so long, it's kind of crazy all of a sudden now it's come down to skin tone and, and color. And I'll explain. Yeah. Because 
when you use the word prejudice, it's got more of an impact in any given thing you say because when you prejudice against something or someone, it could be where they work, who they hang around with, who they associate with, what street they live on, what car they drive, what club they go to, what hairdresser they go, you name it. Yeah. People can prejudice, but because all of a sudden you cannot name or find one person on this planet who is not prejudiced about something or against something or somebody. Mm. Not one. Yes? Yeah. Now, when it comes on to racism now, it's a whole nother tweet because the word racist comes from capitalism. Okay. So capitalism... As you know, people capitalize on opportunity, right? Yeah. So, say for example, there's a oil field over there, and you've got two companies trying to get in there first. Yeah. The term is, look at those races racing against each other. Who can get the contract or mine the oil first? That's where the word racist comes from. Mm. Yes? Yeah. All of a sudden now it's associated with skin color. color. Yeah. Yeah. But it's out of context because how prejudice is even when you write in a letter to somebody you say without ill will or ill malice or prejudice. Mm. You wouldn't say without ill will, ill malice or without I'm not being racist. Yeah, it's true. You wouldn't say that at all. No. So you saying, because in the legal term, when you saying without ill will or malice, it means you telling the person, even though I'm having an issue with you, it's, I'm doing it because it's the right way to do it. Mm. And I'm saying, okay, because not because if it's business, I'm saying, it, well, you know the rules of business. I have to do what I have to do to protect mine. Yeah. There is no ill will towards you, and there is no malice towards you. It's just what I have to do. So you're using that as a disclaimer yeah. to make the person know, listen, there's no bad feelings between me and you, but this is just the right way, because if not, we're going to be in the street scrapping. This is the way we have to settle it. Yeah. If you're in the courts, you saying this is, there is no prejudice between the judge, the jury, the prosecutor, your defense, and do so ever. Mm-hmm. Which, in my situation, there was big prejudice because automatically they talk about where me come from and what I did and where, 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 blah, blah, blah. Yeah. They can't argue that fact because that's the story they used to do what they did. Yeah. So, in order for you to change, you have to accept, like, this is what happened. This is what I need to change, and that leads to growth. Yeah. Because if we ain't doing this, then clearly we won't see where we are. We won't understand the levels where we're at. We won't believe in motivation, growth, and all the possible things that we need to do as a person to go further to where we are. And if the next problem we have in as people, we can be in the same football stadium yeah. or whatever sporting arena we choose to support, whether it's football, rugby, cricket, whatever. Yeah. Okay. Whether you 
on the opposite team or with the other team. It doesn't matter. We're still in the same building. We might come through two different engines, but we're staying in the same business because we're looking at the same pitch from a different angle. Yeah. Does that make sense? That makes sense, yeah. So we can, in the same building, doing all of these things, right? Yeah. We can, in the club, no matter where, whether you're in VIP or you're in VVIP or you're just in the regular section with everybody, still doesn't matter. We're in the same building, in the same club. If we can be in all of these spaces and then the minute we're supposed to be civilized and in the same room, because remember, when you're in a boardroom, it's smaller than the stadium and it's smaller than the club. Yeah. But we can coexist in the club and in the stadium, but when we're in the small boardroom, for us to now take care of business, we can't make money together. What sort of madness is this? Yes, yeah, it's, it's fucked. So, in the circumstances of growth, if you can't look at yourself and accept changes, then growth is never going to be inevitable for you. Yeah. Because it's not what you used to do, it's what you're doing right now. Because mm. we can't live on glory days. Yeah. Yes? Yeah. And from my understanding and acceptance and seeing life for what it is, there's two things you have to work at at any given time. You see relationship and finance? Yeah. Those are the two things you can't predict. Yeah. And and another topic, we talk about financial intelligence. Yeah. Yes? Yeah. So and we go into depth into financial literacy and all of those things and yeah, but I'm just saying the two things that the two most important things in life. Alright, let's go back. The three most important things in life is relationship, sex, and finance. And probably those are the three things people are very scared to talk about. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because nobody wants to be embarrassed about their sex life, are they? Of course not, no. So they won't talk about it. Yeah. And if their finance is shitty, they're not going to talk about it. Yeah. And if their relationship are not going well... They're definitely not going to talk about that. Huh? They're not going to talk about that. Yeah, well, but this is what I'm saying. So, those are three things. Those are three key ingredients in what make you who you are, isn't it? Yeah. And you have to learn to compromise because even though... If you can't accept that you're wrong, then... Relationship is always going to have a problem. Yeah. But it's the same, I say principle to finance. Yeah. And it's the same principle to sex. If you can't accept that there's a problem, then... Because things get boring after a time. If you keep eating the same food over and over again, your body starts rejecting it. Yeah. And unfortunately, if you keep doing the same result with your money, <laughs> uh, doing the same thing with your money and expect a different result, then you're kind of in for doom. So growth, in whichever way you look at it, yeah, it has to be from a place of you understanding it, why growth is inevitable and why you have to be a part of change. Because no matter what, growth is going to happen and change is going to happen. Yeah. So it's either you embrace it or it leaves you behind. But what makes things the way it is is the people who always see the potential before it's actually been there. Yeah. Because people might 
have a go at Elon Musk, have a go at Kanye West, have all of these people who are innovators and creators and genius at what they do. They have an issue with it because, it, all right, <clears throat> we use it in our simple terms. In music, right? Yeah. You always judge by your first project. Oh, yeah, 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 your first project. You, nev- you never get a chance, you never get a second chance at your first impression. It's a big fact, yeah. Super yes, fact. so whatever your music first album impacted is, that's how you felt at the time. So you pour your heart, soul into it. Bear in mind, the second project, you put your heart, soul into it too, but because you're talking from a different perspective, because the first project... You probably writing them songs for three, four, five, six, seven, eight, ten years before you actually get the break, right? Yeah, yeah. So that's ten years worth of work. Mm-hmm. So once you get the break and you blow up, you don't have ten years to do another album. Yeah, it's true. It's true. <laughs> the clock starts yeah. till when you drop next. Yeah. Yeah. So now. You're not living that gritty lifestyle because now you've got money, you buy a house, you move your family out the hood, you got cars, you flying on private jet when you can, you live in the champagne lifestyle, you having groupie sex and all of these things. Mm. So would you say That's that your would you say that the artist relatability to the demographic the changes? They live. Yeah. And that's growth. Mm-hmm. Because it would be wrong if you keep talking about the same things. Because you can't recreate the life you used to live. Because when you're in the hoodie, you probably eat, like for Biggie Smalls, he was eating, he, remember he said something about... Sardines for dinner. Yeah. Um, yeah. Ter- um, Christmas was the worst days, and ber- ber- something about birthdays or whatever, whatever. Yeah. Then he said, no, we're into the thing where we're drinking champagne, or we're thirsty, and blah, blah, blah. That's yeah. a, classic, a classic example of you living your reality. Yeah. So, when you're growing and you're at a stage in your life where you only can talk about the stuff, so if you if you sniffing drugs and or you're popping molly and drinking champagne every day and having barbecue all the time, pool party, all of these things, that's what's going to reflect in your music because that's what you're living. You can only talk about the lifestyle you live. Mm. Yeah. But then again, you have someone who tried to live the double life. Yeah. They're trying to be hood and they're trying to be holy. So you're trying to incorporate your business sense or your money-making sense with the street cred sense. None of them work together. It's either you're going to stay in the street or you're going to stay in the money. Yeah. Because if not, then you're going to get caught up in some madness. Even if it's nothing to do with you, your name getting caught, and all of a sudden you get drawn out. And because you don't want to look like a Susie, then all of a sudden you get involved in some crap where I go cast you. If you end up in a prison, I end up dead, and that pop down the whole money game. Hence why, if you fall asleep on the money, if you fall asleep on the hustle, the money falls asleep. Yeah. Because if you've got three or four people around you, and they their lifestyle impacted off of what you do, mm. plus your family. He's riding on what you li- what you doing. Then because of the ego you tripping off, you go and pop off with some man over there so because they rob your jewelry. Then all of a sudden now the police don't give a shit about your jewelry being robbed. They care about your retaliation. Mm-hmm. That's what they're so, waiting for. Yeah. Yeah. So 
Because, all right, here's a classic example for you. Yeah. Say you know that I'm going to get murdered, yeah? Yeah. And you call the police and tell them, say, oh, yeah, Zilla is going to get murdered, blah, blah, blah. Mm. They're going to say to you, okay, there's nothing they can do about it. Yeah. What they do when Zilla get murdered is use you as the number one freaking witness. The witness or the suspect? No. The number one but witness. Remember, you call them and said Zilla is going to get murdered, isn't it? Ah. So they know that, okay, you are the one who have this information, so you must know who do it. So you. Know oh, yeah, 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 because you had the information beforehand. There you go. Yeah, yeah. So they're not there for your own interest. They're there for their own bullshit. Mm. So the point I'm making is, if you're going to make money, make money and leave street alone. Yeah. Because there's nothing you doing in the street is going to give you residual income. Yeah. And if the music is popping for you or whatever you doing and that doing residual. Yeah. All right. Use Drake as an example. Yeah. That man, they got hella hits. Hella hits. So think about 10, 15, 20 years if he decided he's retiring from music. He's good for life. Think about his royalty checks in that rolling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh. Yeah, that's that's a fat road you check four times a year. Yeah, yeah. Stupid butter. Yeah. So you did it once, and it's good for life. Yeah. That's growth. Mm-hmm. So in, in whichever aspect we want to challenge growth from, or whichever aspect we want to look at growth from, yeah. we have to see it from the perspective of what are we doing to change our circumstances. Yeah. Bear in mind, if you change circumstances, yeah. Then, if, sorry, if you change your mindset, you change your circumstances, isn't it? That's a fact, also. Because if your mindset is in the wrong place, your yeah. circumstances is always going to be the same. Yeah. But if the mindset change, then the circumstances automatically change. Because mm. you're not in that space anymore where you're riding out on people over stupidness. And then there's another thing again: it's called insecurity, isn't it? Yeah. Because when a person is insecure with money, and that is like, as I said, we go into that topic in another time when we talk about financial growth, yeah, financial literacy. But but just touch back on that insecurity before we wrap things up. Yeah. So insecurity. Yeah. Comes in different ways and different form. Mm-hmm. And when you come from, a, all right, this is gonna be part of the the next masterclass, as in financial literacy. But bear in mind. When you don't have any financial literacy, yeah, um, poverty is temporary. Yeah, but poor. When you have a poor mentality, that can last for generations. Yeah, yeah. So, when you're into a, a spectrum of insecurity, you tend to do three things: buy things you can't, spend money you don't have, yeah. and buy things you can't afford to impress people you don't even know. Hmm. So you start with your 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 wealth or your money around your neck. Around so your you neck. buy a massive chain and yep. a big watch. Mm. And you drive a car that okay, the car is cars eighty thousand pounds but you never bought it cash, it's an IP. I you purchase, right? Yeah. So every month you have to find instalment plus you have to pay the monthly insurance. Because if you pay the insurance one time, insurance cheap. Yeah. 
if you have to pay monthly work or more expensive. Yeah. Yes? Yeah. Then you have to pay for the car. But in in if you have financial literacy, you would even bought the bloody car. Yeah. Because you not really need a car. Because if you have to take a Uber where you need to go, okay. A Uber, I go work out to, I don't know, 12 pound, a triple, whichever. Yeah. Still not going to cost you 80 grand for the year. Yeah, that's a fact. So, like I said, some of the necessity that we, and that's down to ignorance, mm -hmm. down to a poor mentality. And insecurity because, oh yeah, my dream car is a Mercedes, but you eat the your wages you you're in a um employed job yeah you you're earning your wages all right the job employ you as a thirty thousand pound job per year right yeah that is on paper because you don't walk away with thirty grand for the year because you have to pay twenty percent tax and whatever national insurance if national insurance is are we gonna round it i'll say twelve percent yeah so that's thirty-two percent alone come out the butter before you actually get it. Not to mention bills, and we get in there. So everything else you pay, you have to pay twenty percent on top of it. So when you buy your shopping, you don't have to pay the tax extra because it's already built into the price. Yeah. 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 So it's not thirty grand a year, but then you go and bought a car that is not even match up to your your wages. Your your yearly, your, the the money that you 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 can you you get per year. So you're always gonna be in debt, and then you're still trying to prove to people that oh yeah, I've got a forty thousand pound car, so it's ten thousand pounds over what you earn a year on paper. Just for the status. Just for the status quo. So it's 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 the ignorance of how we see it, but we don't see it as insecurity. We see it as we stunting or we we pimping or we bowling or yeah, man's man's living life over it. Mm. But then you can't even sleep because you thinking, oh shit, where am I? Your cupboard's empty because you're living on bread and crackers <laughs> and drinking water because you have to pay these bills and you have to keep oh, up to the Joneses. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's. Wow. <laughs> it's heavy when you look at it from that perspective, but if we can help people to change their mindset, yeah, then we help them to change the circumstances. I think today we've given the people a lot of things to t sit back and, you know, take in over and over again. So, you know, we're 35 minutes in right now. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call this a wrap here for the first episode of Masterclass Double S Zilla. And um, I want everyone to, you know, you know, just taking taking what was said. You understand? Taking what was said and um, just reflect a bit. Reflect a bit, yeah. You know, put the phone down. Sometimes you just and this is for we got two different type of demographics we're we're hitting right now, Dad. So to everyone watching this on YouTube and can see the video, you know, you can see I look good. I'm wearing all white. Spotlights on me. You know, I've been working out. Muscles kind of, you know, bulging, but whatever. Bring the, guns out, bring the guns out. Guns out. You know, you know the thing. So, well, everyone on Spotify, these are everyone that's just listening to the audio. We love you. Big yourself up every time. You feel me? And um, yeah, man. Just what a time to be alive right now. So, we're gonna call this one a wrap here, episode one. And um, hopefully, we see you lot next week. Thank you for tuning in and. Please press the like and the subscribe button.
like and subscribe button if you're on spotify any of these platforms press the follow button and we'll be giving you guys that weekly content until we can't no more thank you so much guys take care Roll bad man won't speak on things s or you been on your block so cold you heating jump out with the mjb it do it make it make it just so even s or you been on your block so cold you heating jump out with the mjb it do it make it make it just so even they're like s you're a superstar had a tape and i think you're hard Cause they love off my heartbreak songs Too many rats and not enough wrongs Everybody tryna know I'm on And I'm pinning the dunk of the night like young Told me I don't want no scare Tonight you're gonna give me a son Like S, where you been?